Hey, Pearland, it's producer Matt here. Be sure to mark your calendars for Saturday, March 23rd, because it's Big Art Day. This free event at Pearland Town Center is a time to celebrate Youth Art Month with the entire family. Activities at Big Art Day include live chalk art done by Pearland ISD students, student artwork displayed at several stores, student performances, free art make and takes for children of all ages, a DJ, face painting, door prizes, food trucks, and more. So make your way out to the Pearland Town Center for Big Art Day on March 23rd from 10 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon. You don't want to miss it. We're funding uh, educational resources to advance learning uh, for unique programs that continue to contribute to uh, educational learning in Pearland ISD. Welcome back to the Building Blocks podcast. This is a podcast devoted to highlighting the people and programs that are the building blocks of Pearland ISD. As always, I will be your host, the proud superintendent, Mr. Berger, and our goal over the next 30 minutes is to give our listeners, parents, students, and staff an inside look at who and what is building Pearland Proud. Today, we were scheduled to have one guest, but we have been ransacked and now we have two at the table. Two people who work to provide resources to enrich teaching, inspire learning, and enhance opportunities for students enrolled in Pearland ISD. Please welcome the director of the Pearland ISD Education Foundation, Ms. Risha Brown, and our very own city council member and Education Foundation board president, Mr. Tony Carbone. Welcome to the table. Oh, Thanks wow. for having us. What an intro. We're glad to have you. You know, uh, Mr. Carbone, we are, we are honored to have such a dignitary of Pearland ISD at our table. I think that it is definitely uh, probably the greatest guest that we've ever had, uh, including uh, Mr. Murphy. So let's get started. Uh, First off, for our audience, can you explain what the Pearland Education Foundation is and its purpose? Okay. Ladies first, Mr. Carbone. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so just a little bit of information about our foundation. We are a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, and we provide additional funding outside of state and district funds in the form of innovative grants in order to support and advance learning in Pearland ISD. Specifically, what that means is that regardless of the uncertainty and restrictions of state school finance uh, system, school system, our foundation is here to provide alternative sources of funding so that the district gets to continue to do what it does best, which is enhancing the quality of learning in Pearland ISD. Yeah, what she said. So I think uh, Mr. Carbone is going to be a ditto. But uh, we really appreciate that in Pearland ISD because, as you said, we do have limited funding. And what the Education Foundation does is it helps supplement. And the innovative, grant, innovative grants portion of that is uh, really the cornerstone of what you do. Absolutely. Also, in addition to that, what events and actions does the Education Foundation do to support your purpose? Probably our Biggest event of the year is the gala. You've been there a couple years. Yes, sir. Um, some An amazing party. As the best party in the city. Um, but our volunteers work so many hours, put in blood, sweat, a lot of tears, um, as does Risha on the sweat and tears part. Um, and we're there to raise money for kids. Bottom line, we raise money so we can give it back and support the district. Um, so it's 
the chamber does a good job, but we rotate. We have different themes, and it is the party of the year to be at. And so I hope hope to see everybody, uh, all the ten people that are listening today, see them at the gala. Well, with you at the table, sir, it's definitely going to be more than ten. But we joke a little bit. It's kind of a running joke that we call it a party, but it's it's really a party that has a purpose. I mean, it it is an event that is put on to make sure that community members know that our education in Paraland ISD needs support, needs your involvement, and ultimately sometimes needs your dollars to help get done what needs to be done. So when is the gala for this year scheduled? So our gala is going to be on April the 6th of this year. It's going to be from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. It's going to be at the Palacio, which is off of Westheimer. It's a beautiful location. And, uh, you know, we're really encouraging local businesses, um, local community members to sponsor the event because every sponsorship is an investment in um, our foundation and supporting Pearland ISD. And almost 100% of that comes back to the teachers and the students. Absolutely. And so that all, we always have a great theme. What, what's the theme this year for the gala? So the theme this year is a night in Casablanca. It's kind of um, mixing the Moroccan theme into um, Hollywood glam. So it's going to be a great night. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. Um, and we're going to have a good time. There's going to be catered dinner, um, uh, dancing, a live and silent auction, and some um, exciting activities that we won't share yet. And and sometimes the, the gala is seen as a, a an upper class kind of. Most people don't necessarily want to go to a gala. They feel awkward at a gala. Great event. Everyone is welcome and you should come. But the Education Foundation does other things as well, other events and other opportunities for uh, community members to give. What, what are those? Absolutely. Um, so we also have our backyard benefit this year, um, this past year, I should say, in December, we did a jingle and mingle event um, trying to raise money for our mini grants program. And what our mini grants program is, is an opportunity for teachers to apply for up to $250 uh, for classroom needs. Um, oh, not just teachers, but uh, campus staff as well. And that money goes back directly into classrooms to support their individual needs. And the great thing about that initiative is the fact that community members get to help with supporting uh, the campaign and funding it. Um, so it's 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 very much um, a partnership with our community, um, as well as an opportunity for us to fund items outside of our innovative grants program. And just to brag on that, we funded all the many grants that were applied for this year. And how much or how uh, many were that? That was over thirty thousand dollars paid out. So that's thirty thousand dollars that went straight back into the classroom that didn't come from necessarily taxpayers or property taxes where we get our funding, but came from individuals in the community stepping up through the education foundation and said we want to support. Correct. And you are the president <laughs> of that organization. <laughs> Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Is that the <laughs> saying? Well, no. I, I, I mean, I think you, you, um, you're being a little humble. I mean, you stepped up uh, for this organization when it was needed and uh, help us get in a strategic pathway and make sure that everybody feels that we talk about the gala, we talk about the events that we just had, the mini grants, the innovative grants. But at the end of the day, your heart, uh, like that of your wife and like that of everybody on the board, is to serve the needs of Paraland ISD and the students and the teachers. Amen. Right. So, and, and if thirty thousand wasn't uh, wasn't enough, the annual gala, the the innovative grants, we give out over a hundred thousand every year back to the classroom. Every year, every, every year. year, impressive. And so, some people may get a little confused with the Pearland Education Foundation and Pearland ISD. How, how are we connected? 
So we've got a MOU, Memorandum of Understanding, and Risha can talk in nauseam about that. But basically, the district uh, helps us with half of Risha's salary and gives us an office and gives us your time, which is valuable, uh, some other staff members' time, and we're related and embedded in the district so that we know how we can help. When there's a need that arises during COVID, we did gift cards for teachers so that they could get the silly things that nobody thought about, like power strips to plug in all the devices. So things like that. And so technically it's MOU, but um, I see it as a partnership because we're here to support the district. Absolutely. Um, so essentially, just to kind of get deeper into what the MOEU is, um, it's called a Memorandum of Understanding, and really it outlines our partnership with the district. Um, essentially, it says that the district is expected to provide um, a staff member as well as access to facilities. But then on the other end, for the foundation, um, it requires that we provide additional funding in the form of innovative grants for Pearland ISD. And, and, and it truly is a partnership because uh, the innovative grants are, are a large portion of, of what the Education Foundation does. But even at the meetings, there will be time for uh, me to speak as a superintendent about what's going on in the district and what our needs may be beyond that. Uh, I know that convocation has been a big thing since I came on board. And if you're unaware, uh, we have a meeting at the beginning of the year. It's a giant kickoff to get all of our staff energized. Uh, when I came on board, we made sure that all staff was invited and it has been free to the district because of efforts like the Education Foundation that have helped sponsor that event. And so truly uh, anything that we need that we can reach out that is directly connected to teachers, the Education Foundation has stepped up. And in stepping up, and I'm just curious, do you have any examples or stories of how the education, the innovative grants, the things that we have done for teachers and students that have produced any outcomes, any student outcomes or overall educational quality that's been improved by what has happened with the Education Foundation? I mean, in terms of outcomes, can I ride the, the coattails of the school district? Because nothing that I feel that we've done as Education Foundation um, drives a specific outcome. We're here to support the district. And so I would say look at the accolades. I'd argue that PISD is one of the best in the state, if not the nation, and we're just here to support you. And like convocation, to fill in the gaps where it doesn't make sense for taxpayer dollars to go there. But you talk about an impact on teachers, the the big party that y'all host to kick off the school year. I think that does truly have an impact. Um, yeah, some uh, examples of our innovative grants program in terms of um, grants that have been awarded over the years. Like last year, um, you know, we had this um, house system that we funded at Silvercrest Elementary, and it's based on the Ron, Ron House, excuse me, Academy. Yeah, the Ron Clark Academy. Ron mm -hmm. Clark, thank you. Um, essentially, every student, every parent, every educator at that campus community is grouped according to a house system, and they have different curriculum, they have different mantras, uh, colors, and so on. It was It's such a great and a unique program, and it's really um, a testament to 
how, um, you know, the, the types of innovative grants that we're looking for whenever we uh, put out a request for teachers to submit applications. And I also want to just highlight one other that really uh, spoke to me. And it's the uh, newspaper that was funded for Miss Kyla Mora over at Turner High School. Um, it's the first newspaper in the school district. Um, she took a leap of faith. She decided to uh, submit an application and she received that funding. And if you ever have the opportunity to hear her talk about it, I mean, you get chills because she is just so passionate um, about this newspaper program and being able to bring that to her students at Turner. And that, that is an amazing program. It's, it's not the first newspaper. It, she's oh. brought it back. Oh. We've had traditional newspapers in the past and it kind of went away. Okay. And she, she talks about how important it is. And if you've ever read that newspaper, it is student produced and it is absolutely amazing. Uh, and the Ron Clark Academy, the house system at Silvercrest is an amazing innovation. Uh, I've, I've been there at many times. I, I'm a member of one of the houses. Uh, I was selected. Mm -hmm. But it, it builds such team across the grade levels because it's not about what grade you're in. It's about what team and what houses you're on. And those are just two great ones. But I, I will tell you that I've been to many campuses. And if you walk the campus, you'll see sign on the doors that says I was a grant winner. And it'll tell you what year they were a grant winner. And if you walk in there and talk to the teacher about it, they will speak with pride about what the Education Foundation helped provide for their classroom and their kids. Absolutely. Uh, it is amazing. So if I'm a community member, and I'm just now hearing about this, I'm hearing about the Education Foundation, I'm getting a little bit more detail, I'm enjoying the uh, wonderful tone of uh, Mr. Carbone on the microphone. How can community members or local businesses contribute and support the Pearland Education Foundation? I would say the, the parting, gala, what are you going to call it, it that's... Um, that's the funnest way, um, but there's always events. There's the backyard barbecue, jingle, mingle, um, and just to get on my soapbox so I don't get in trouble at home, you know, the school's public education is under attack, and so exercise your right to vote. Do your research on the candidates and go vote. That's, that's your right. That costs nothing, and it's a good example for the kids, so... Come help us. Give us money for the Education Foundation, but uh, we, we got to fight what's going on in Austin. And if we lose that fight, we're really going to have to step up here at the foundation. Um, yeah, so there's uh, lots of ways to support the foundation, um, one of which outside of our annual uh, biggest fundraiser of the year, our gala, is also uh, becoming part of our foundation. If you have a passion for education and you want to do some good in Pearland ISD, then, um, you know, apply to become part of our foundation. Um, outside of that, we we also look for opportunities to partner with local businesses um, and local community members in order to raise funds for our foundation uh, to support our mission. So uh, reach out. Um, our email address is foundation at parallelisd.org. And, um, you know, come and talk to us and let us know how you want to partner with our foundation. And again, I... Mr. Carbone and I are going to get in trouble because we keep calling it a party. But I want you to know it is so much more than a party and so much more work goes into that. There are dedicated individuals out there that spend almost an entire year planning this event. And it is work to make sure that the people that show up have a good time, but they understand that it's for a purpose. So if we want to call it a party, it's a purposeful party for the students in Pearland ISD. Uh, lastly, I'd like to ask you, what would you like our audience to know about the Education Foundation that might be misunderstood? Oh, I would say it is the Pearland 
Education Foundation, not the Pearland High School, not Turner, not Dawson. It is all of Pearland ISD. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions out there, um, but we represent all of Pearland ISD and um, really trying, um, trying hard to, to get that message out and to get more involvement from all the campuses because um, it, it's truly for all the kids. Absolutely. I echo that. Um, in addition, I would also say uh, where the funding goes, there's a misconception, um, especially, you know, when I'm out in the community and I'm getting the opportunity to talk to other business leaders that we so, uh, provide funding for supplies. Well, it's it's not just for supplies because that's our mini grants program, but for our innovative grants program, we're funding uh, educational resources to advance learning uh, for unique programs that continue to contribute to uh, educational learning in Parallel ISD. Because right, like we talked about, there there's limited funding that I have, and teachers have wonderful ideas, and sometimes they step up to a principal or they step up to a campus and say, I would like to do this. Right. And the principal of the campus says, I don't have the money. They come to the superintendent and go, Mr. Berger, do you have any of the money? I was like, no, our money's budgeted. So sometimes innovation is stopped because the funds are not available, and that's where the Education Foundation steps in. That's right. If you really want to do something special, come talk to us, apply, let us review it, and we might have the funds for you. Well said. Thank you. And so I would also say for our staff that is out there, the Education Foundation Innovative Grants are open now. Yes, they are. We just opened the window as of February the 6th. Um, so teachers, ha educators across Pearland ISD, I should say, all have an opportunity to submit an application um, to apply for funding for your classroom. For individual classroom initiatives and projects, you can apply for up to $5,000 in funding. For up to $7,500, that is for campus-wide or district-wide projects or initiatives. We are strongly encouraging all educators across Pearland ISD to submit an application and just try. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any um, hesitation, reach out to us, ask questions, reach out to any of our foundation board members because all of them are so heavily invested. Even though we have a grants review committee, um, all of them are involved in this process and want to make sure that you receive the funding that you need. And on that, I would say that uh, the innovative grant is, is, is one year. It's kind of an annual thing. You apply for it, you get the $5,000. But that proof of concept by a teacher, if the program is very effective, it can become funded by the district. Very much like when I heard about the Turner newspaper and the struggles with their funding. I'm so impressed with it. We are going to find a way to fund that through the district because it is value. Absolutely. So the innovative grant starts it, but we can carry it on for our students. So we're going to move on a little bit because obviously we want to talk about the Education Foundation, but we spend time talking about you now. And this is our rapid fire questions. Uh, what is your best high school memory? You want to go first? My best high school memory is meeting my true love, or as my girls would say, my one true love, my wife, oh. in the computer club, in the computer club lab. In the computer club lab. What grade? <laughs> I was a junior. She was fresh. No. Yes. Freshman. Yes. I did go to That's high amazing. school with Tony, but yes. I'm not a part of that. Memory. If you were keeping, <laughs> if you were keeping score, that is producer Mac. So if you had producer Mac at minute 27, yep. you, you are winning the prize. <laughs> but no, I remember going to school with Tony. So it was, it was fun. Uh, I remember his dad dropping him off in the produce truck yep <laughs> and when we say going to school what school did we go to Pearland High School just, just one no uh, yep. 
Pearland boy here making good, uh, met the love of his life, uh, have three wonderful uh, daughters that attend Pearland ISD. Mm-hmm. And before we came in, uh, our producer Mac was explaining there was a, a song or something that you did. Oh, <laughs> silly. For, for we Mr. Doing, Carbone? We were doing Tony Carboni, like we would point to our toe <laughs> and then Tony Car, and we'd drive a car with our hands and bone oh, hit its cute. button. But Tony Carboni. So do you think you could teach that to his daughters so that they could? Probably, yes, yes, yes. I just, I, I just remember that. Yeah. And and for yourself, Risha? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, So my greatest memory, my greatest memory is also one of my worst memories. Um, So when I was in high school, I used to play basketball, and it was my junior year of high school. And um, I I got into a zone during one of the basketball games. Uh, someone passed me the ball. I had had some great practices the day before. So I was just really feeling myself. Passed me the ball during the game. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to take this ball. I'm going to score a shot. Everything's going to be good. Well, it didn't happen the way it went in my mind. I grabbed the ball and I ended up going in the opposite direction. And all I hear in the background is, <laughs> the other team cheering me on. Um, So I I didn't get to a point where I actually shot the ball in the other goal. However, once I realized what was going on, I looked around and I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And so next thing you know, one of my teammates comes out to the court because she could just see the sheer shock on my face. And she was like, Risha, it's okay. So she guided me back over to the bench where I stayed for the rest of the game, of course. Um, And it was completely embarrassing. And the reason why I say it's one of my best memories is because it really encouraged me. After that game, I practiced, practiced, practiced. Um, I started getting a whole lot better. And the next game, I was able to score two shots. So I was able to redeem myself. In the correct basket? In the correct basket. (laughs) Thank you, Berger. Okay, well, you you do know there's a little bit of a, a wager between myself and the board president on a basketball game, so maybe you could come out and we could have a little a tournament. I'm ready for it, but it's it's one of my best experiences because uh, it taught me that no matter how embarrassing things get, no matter how hard things get, you can always redeem yourself and come back. That's a great lesson. Inspirational, which leads to the next question: Who is your greatest inspiration? Whoa, well. Uh... Laura mentioned him earlier, my dad. Um, the reason I got dropped off in the produce truck is because I was up at 4 o'clock slinging produce, unloading the truck, reloading it. And uh, so it taught me a great great work ethic and uh, inspired to be more like him. Did your dad have a produce stand or business in Pearland? Yes, sir. 518 and uh, Harkey. So I imagine some Pearlanders from back when would remember it. Oh, yeah, for sure. What, I was, remember. what was the name of it? Carbone's Produce. Carbone's Produce. We would go in there, and my mom would shop around, and I'd just look around. (laughs) But I remember it was right down the road from our house. Brent Wheeler, another alumni working there. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Your inspiration, Risha? (laughs) My father as well. Um, He was a former school superintendent educator um, for most of his life. Um, He always – I actually created a book of quotes from him because he just he always had a quote for everything and a lot of those quotes have stayed with me to the to this day um and, and um continue to inspire me and encourage me shout out to the dads out there that are inspirational shout out to dads all right what profession profession other than the one you have would you have liked to have attempted i went back and way back to episode 1 heard uh, president murphy wanted to be a professional golfer yes sir 
I'm going to go with a semi-professional golfer, a.k.a. banker, because you oh. get to play golf all day and you don't really show up to the office too much. I guess he shows up here Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday afternoon sometimes. Yeah, yes, sir. So so what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is if you could be anything else, you would want to be Mr. Murphy? A banker, not Mr. Murphy. Oh, okay. I was Because, you know, he's going to take that. <laughs> he will. Tony he will. Carbone wants to be Sean Murphy. He will. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um so for mine, it would be um, a chef. I, I love cooking. Um, I'm actually really good at it, or at least I think I, my husband says I am, all right? Has anybody <laughs> at this table table tasted anything from Miss Brown? I think you have. You brought I, in, because you're... The hash it, brown casserole. Yes, yes. because you're also ve- vegan. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another story for another day. So I was I was vegan, and then I've been Off transitioning yeah. to yeah vegetarian lately. It's it's been an ongoing struggle. So Chef Brown, <laughs> Chef Brown, I love right. it. All right, what movie do you enjoy quoting the most? Ooh, the famous Christmas movie Die Hard. Oh, it is a yeah. Christmas movie. It is. It is. Yippee Kaye. Okay, don't finish yeah. it. This okay. is a this right. is a Uh-oh. student Uh-oh. program. Uh-oh. Come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. Yeah. We watch. It is a tradition in my household that we watch Die Hard every Christmas. Yes, sir. Nice. So, yes. Right. For yourself, Ms. Brown? Um, so, I'm a huge fan, Mr. Berger, as you know, of the Rocky industry uh, franchise. Excuse me. Um, so, I love all of the Rocky movies, but this quote actually comes from Creed 1, which is after the Rocky series. Um, and it's... It, Every time I think of it, it just it inspires me and encourages me. Um, and the quote is, "It's it's when Creed or his name is Adonis in the in the movie, um, Adonis or Donnie is in a training montage, and um, Rocky's encouraging him, and he says, um, anyone who's ever disrespected you, see them. Anything you want, go after it, one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. And of course, the message is, you know." keep going correct i mean i pull that from rocky balboa you know nothing hits harder than life that's right it's not how how hard you can hit but how hard you can get hit and that's keep right. moving forward right. i've watched those movies many many times all right what is your go-to karaoke song i'm such an introvert i'm gonna go with the national anthem because that really forces everybody to stand up and sing along with you so you were only singing if you're forced to yeah and even then i'm fighting it. but at least you're a patriot about it yes. we appreciate that can you hit the high note no. My answer is totally different. Um, That's good because it's more enjoyable. Right? <laughs> um, so I don't know if y'all are familiar with like old school rap music, but this, there's this one song uh, called Regulators by Warren G mm-hmm. and Nate Dogg. Yeah. Mal-no. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my go-to. <laughs> Love it. Okay, final thought. Everything we do is focused on student growth and opportunity. What message would you like to give to all of our students? Don't do drugs. It's a great message. Um, for mine, it would definitely be keep on believing in yourself. Two great messages from two great people. Don't do drugs and keep believing in yourself. <laughs> the first time we've had a break in the podcast. All right, this concludes this episode of the Building Blocks podcast. And these were just like, don't do drugs. <laughs> Keep going. This concludes this episode of the Building Blocks podcast. Don't forget to check our website and to add guest suggestions and audience questions to our page. We hope you enjoyed this episode. 
Remember, you can be a roadblock or a building block. We can't always change what happens, but you can always change how you respond. Make it a great day or not, the choice is always yours. And always, proud Superintendent Mr. Berger, and I hope to speak with you soon.